Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So today I have Mitchell Levy, a global credibility expert joining me. Welcome, Mitchell. (laughs) It's great to be here. Thanks, Liz. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about what you do as a global credibility expert. Well, that's a great, it's a very interesting question. So what do I do? Uh, At the moment, I'm on the tail end of interviewing 500 thought leaders on credibility. Hmm. So as of this week, I've interviewed 494. Uh, We (laughs) will, next week, we'll be at the 500 range. And what I could say is I've interviewed enough to be able to come up with a new definition of credibility and new Hmm. words that we want to add to the dictionary. Um, and I'm funding this through, um, as, as a global credibility expert, uh, we have a done-for-you book writing service. Mm. Um, and so that is four months from the time we start, we make you an Amazon best-selling author and you've spent 10 hours. Um, I've turned the interviews into a product and I call it a credibility sizzle reel. And so mm. we do that. And then one of the things that came out of the interviews is so many people, when I talk to them, they part of the interview this is a six to eight minute interview focused on somebody's credibility you got to really get to know like and trust them in a short period of time when i got to know like and trust some of the people i interviewed with actually most of them they're actually there are a lot of really cool humans on the planet yeah when you look at their linkedin profile 99.5 percent of them suck or don't come close (laughs) to actually representing the humanity of the person we're talking to. I ended up creating a course. It's a one hour course. And my marketing people changed the name. I may send it back. The original focus of the course was how the global credibility expert looks at your LinkedIn profile, which is really what I'm doing. Uh, It's now called building credibility into your LinkedIn profile, a little bit less exciting, but here's my guarantee. If you take the course, I guarantee that you will never look at a LinkedIn profile the same way again, or you get your money back. And for anyone who's an expert, I, I deplore you to have a one hour, in today's world, it's so easy to do, mm-hmm. have a one hour course that you can make that guarantee on those people who are taking it. That's awesome. So people go in and watch it and then can they also not just know how you view it, but maybe make some improvements and some tweaks to better illustrate their credibility? Yeah, I think, uh, thank you for, thank you for, 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 cause I, you know, I left it a little bit shy. So, so the answer is yes. You, the, uh, the best feedback I got was from, from one of the, the, so far we've had people come back and say, they've sent me a graph of, the number of people who have viewed their LinkedIn profile. Uh, one of them uh, that I remember, it went up 115% between one week and the next. Wow. This, by the way, this is a one hour course. And one of the people came back and said, Mitchell, I'm 46% of the way done with the course. 
I realized that my LinkedIn profile sucks. You've given me too much to think about. I have to come back tomorrow. Like, like these, like you can't get a better testimonial. <laughs> what, what I'll say is I've broken the LinkedIn profile into five segments and a way in which to look at it. And I'll give you the hint. This is the most beautiful hint. One of the terms that came out of the interview, it's the first question of every interview I ask. Mm. And what I'll say is 98% of the people can't answer this question, even after practicing and thinking about it, without a little bit of coaching. It is, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Mm. And it's really difficult for people to articulate um, so you, if you go to the interview site, you could see my definition of CPOP. You could watch interviews of people giving it. A CPOP is one to 10 words. It is typically mm -hmm. one to three seconds. It is shareable. It's memorable. And it begs the question, tell me more. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when I ask people their CPOP, even after, like if you're scheduled to interview on the show, you get a video on how to prepare. It's 13 minutes. You get to watch all these past episodes and what happens is people are so used to talking about their value proposition, hmm. which, by the way, starts with I or we, I do this or we do that. Mm -hmm. And from the interviews, what I'll tell you, there's a percentage of the population when you start a sentence with I or we, they think you're selling them until mm -hmm. you build trust. They think you're selling them and they'll turn off the next 30 seconds. Well, if your value proposition is 30 seconds or less, they don't hear anything. <laughs> Right. So it doesn't mean the value proposition is dead. It doesn't mean the value proposition is bad. It's not the first thing you're going to say. Hmm. So if you could say your CPOP, so for instance, mine, it, mine's very global. It's humans that want to be seen as credible. Hmm. Uh, another four letter uh, or four word one that I, that I really like is global supply chain panic. Um, oh, I've I had like shorter ones like miscommunication or proud of you, but you, you hear that and you go, Oh, I kind of know what it is, but you ask yourself, tell me more. Mm -hmm. And the best thing you could do on tell me more is, is another uh, four-letter TLA or four-letter acronym. It's what do they want? So instead of saying I have a LinkedIn course that's an hour long, what if I said I have a one-hour LinkedIn lead gen course? Right, Because that's kind of what they want. They want to have the LinkedIn profile be a lead gen vehicle, whether or not they're working on it or not. And, that's the, and then the third thing you say is your value proposition. So if you talked about what is the audience you serve, like what is mm -hmm. your CPOP, mm -hmm. you actually mentioned super quickly a product. They're like, yeah, I would like that. And then you give your value proposition, which is typically – you know, I work with firms that do this and do that, yeah. and I'm great at doing this other thing, right? right. You know, I, I didn't mean <laughs> yeah. it that way, but you get the point. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty standard, you know, structure to a value proposition statement. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, say your CPOP for me one more time. I like that. Humans that want to be seen as credible. Nice. Now, so, oh, can yeah, I, sorry, you mind if I add yeah. to that? So the one thing that's really interesting that particular CPOP is twofold. It's both a pain point and an aspiration point at the same time. Mm. So here's what I want to say. A CPOP can be both, but it can't just be an aspiration point. Because that's what a lot of people come in and they want to say, like, we help humans be credible. Sorry, that's not a, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or, because if it's just aspiration, it sounds salesy. Mm. 
And so it can be just a pain point. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of a, 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 some of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> organizations you don't want to work at. Um, <laughs> cultures that suck. Uh, I mean, just, you know, it's what you want to do is say something that is so bold, so quick, so mm-hmm. easy that the friend of your prospect or the spouse of your prospect is going to say, I know somebody who needs your service. That's hilarious. <laughs> How did you get into this? Oh, um, you know, the, I have been, I've been in Silicon Valley for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And I've sat on the board of a public firm. I've, I've, had, uh, I've created a CEO networking group and actually for them and ran them for a decade. And in 2005, so I did a lot of stuff during the dot-com days. And in 2005, I started a book publishing company, published over uh, 850 books. Oh, wow. And what I could say between 2005 and 2017, I was serving the wrong audience. Oh. And it's one of those things like, well, A, being credible, you got to show vulnerability. And what the wrong audience was, is I always thought the, that if I built a product and had a company that did what I wanted, I'd find the right people. I wanted to always figure out how to write books quicker. Hmm. So I got to the point where I had this eight-hour process that you could write a book in eight hours. And so I did a Kickstarter at the end of 2016. It hit 250% of goal. Um, let me give you a hint. How you make a Kickstarter work is you take a product or service you sell in real life and you offer it at a discount. So 20 people paid us that when they wrote their book, we would publish it. So let's fast forward to the end of 2017. Uh, I did a TED Talk. Uh, the TED Talk is the same name as my book. It's, it's um, what is it? Oh, being seen and being heard as a thought leader. How to remind myself. Okay. Being seen and being heard as a thought leader. <laughs> And uh, when you do a TED Talk, uh, typical TEDx, but when you do a TED Talk, it may, you got to think about the world in a different way because, once again, mm. you can't be commercial. And in that train of thinking, I started thinking about what happened over the last year since I did my Kickstarter. 20 people paid us that when they wrote their book, eight hours, we would publish it. One year later, three people wrote their book. Wow. Now, what I have to tell you, that's not who I am. That's, I don't want to sell stuff people don't want to use. That just, right. I, it, I have an integrity issue with that. Yeah. Okay, can I make it worse? <laughs> I went to my friends in the online learning space. I went to my friends in the internet marketing space, and they both said exactly the same thing. When I say this, you're going to fall down. They both said, Mitchell, do you realize that three out of 20 is a 15% utilization rate? That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Liz, that's when I realized I was in the wrong business. So what I started doing in 2018 is done for you publishing. And so I built a writing school. We've trained mm-hmm. over 50 graduates. And what happens now is if anyone wants a book, and I'll, I, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll even show it. I know we're podcasting, yeah. but I'll show it for you, right? So if anyone wants a book, the four months from the time we start, 10 hours of your time, you are an Amazon bestselling author, hardcover, paperback. But let me show you what we do, which is different. Um, one of the things is we have color on the inside. So oh, I have wow. a page here that lists color. Yeah. Another thing is I have a QR code. The QR code points to a video of the author talking about that section. 
Why? Because a book is so two-dimensional and you want to be able to kinesthetically feel what the author is talking about. So we do that. Now, here's the other thing. When was the last time you sat down? I have another book here. It's 100,000 words. It took the authors three years to write. Yeah. When was the last time you sat down and read a book like that? Now, people listen on Audible and other things. So what we've done is, and, and remember the last book you read, think about what you learned. You remember two or three things. So the books we have at the moment have aha moments, 140 mm. aha moments. So we have good context. We have good content. But what we're really focused on is the aha messages that will capture people's attention and then sharing those aha messages easily on social media. So what ended up happening is in 2018, I started the Done For You book publishing and it's, it's gone extremely well. And I can only say I'm so excited about it. And then what I'm going to say is it all centers around your CPOP. Because if you have a good CPOP, guess what the title of your book is? You're a CPOP. <laughs> you look at your LinkedIn profile. It should be the search engine optimized landing page for your CPOP, right? Your website, <laughs> search engine optimized landing page for your CPOP. So about a year or so after, maybe about six to seven months as, after I started doing the Done For Your Service, I realized I needed a new title. Hmm. And so I went to a friend, we did a branding exercise, and I came up with the title Global Credibility Expert. Having been in Silicon Valley, focused on thought leadership for 25 years, I felt comfortable about that. Mm-hmm. And one day I woke up and I just thought, Napoleon Hill, 500 millionaires, think and grow rich. Hmm. Mitchell Levy, 500 thought leaders. At the time, I didn't know the title of my book. And, uh, and so I just, I went on a path. And I could tell you the person who's me now, after 494, soon to be 500, <laughs> is so much different than the person I started with. And it's absolutely a beautiful thing. The book is, is titled Credibility Nation, hmm. and we'll release it. Um, can I give dates or is that, is that dating? Yeah, go ahead. No. So by the time you're watching this, it's probably released. Otherwise, it's October 8th. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and the beautiful part is it really is a refocus of what the word credibility means. Mm. And then I'll tell you one, one, one fun story. I was interviewing, I could have more if we have more time, but yeah, I was yeah. interviewing David Meerman Scott. David is a guy who invented the word newsjacking. So if you, if you heard, oh. you've heard that term before. So, and he's, oh my God, he's an amazing man. So in the, in the green room, I said, hey, David, how do I get known as a credibility expert around the world? He says, invent a word. Uh-huh. I go, okay. I go, cred dust. He goes, no, Mitchell, you could take a little bit longer <laughs> to invent the word. And I said, well, I just don't know if it's 1D or 2. So for those listening, those watching, if you go to creddust.com, 1D, um, I have both, by the way, so it'll redirect, but creddust.com, you'll actually see my definition of the word cred dust. And, and so what he said was, don't put a copyright, don't put a trademark, just put it out there so people get to see you. So I have the pronunciation of the word cred dust. I have a video on what it means and then the write-up. But let me share what it is. It's kind of what you're doing right now. When you share somebody else's credibility, cred dust is a sparkle that appears both on you and on them. Hmm, I like that. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you come up with it, like, just like that when he told you to come up with a word? I, it was really interesting. 
I, maybe I would. I, so the answer is yes. And I must've been ready. I, I, it, when I look at the serendipity of who I meet when mm-hmm. and what transpires out of that, it's somebody who has given me a challenge mm-hmm. and I, and I rise to that occasion. And I would say in life, what an aha moment is, is we, it's not this thing that happens once a year. It's the thing that happens multiple times during the day where mm. people are giving you presents. Like, for instance, I kind of thought this was the preliminary interview to see if we're actually doing. And you said, no, we're going live. I'm like, okay. Let me, and all I did is put my hat on. Um, <laughs> so I like that that's your level of prep. I would have had to like call back. <laughs> it's, what's interesting is we're all given presence. The question becomes, are you ready to receive? Mm-hmm. And most people are handed her. Wait, I'll give you something else. Most people are given a present on a silver platter mm-hmm. and they don't actually receive it. And so the best thing you could be in the world is someone who wants to consume data, wants to continually grow, wants to continually mm-hmm. learn no matter whether or not you're learning from somebody who is your mentor or far superior in your mind or somebody who is so far inferior to you, but you're going to learn a lot. My best example is the 80-year-old grandparent who learns from their two-year-old grandson or great-grandson hmm. because they know a whole lot more about iPads than the you know, Yeah, than the <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Well, tell me maybe uh, one of the hard moments um, along this path to becoming a credibility expert that was like foundational and has helped you as you've moved forward. Mm. I I, want to know, I was thinking about doing the easy hard moment or the hard, hard moment. (laughs) Which do you prefer? Uh, I would probably need more context, but let's go with hard Okay. Yeah, you're right. It it wasn't much context. (laughs) So there's a friend of mine who I wanted to get on his podcast. And he first, first, first time out, we did the preliminary interview. He said, no, he says, come up with a sexier title. I'm like, okay. So a couple months later, I, I, I booked him again. And uh, my title was 10 things we do to hurt our credibility. He said, no, again. He goes, Mitchell, you are not playing big enough. Oh. You know, and at first, uh, the A word came to mind. Right. Um, and, but then I realized there, he's seen something that I'm not seeing. And around the same time, uh, another now partner of mine came to me and said, Mitchell, do you realize what you're doing is you're building a category. You're building something uniquely mm. different. And, and so I, uh, he recommended a book that I read. Uh, if you haven't read the book, Play Bigger. Absolutely a phenomenal book worth reading. So play bigger. Um, it's by four guys in Silicon Valley. And it's it's uh, uh, Kevin Meany who wrote for USA Today, Al Ramagon, and, and two other guys. And it, it is such a beautiful way to describe how you bring a product or a concept or a service to market because you want to create a new category. Hmm. And so I have, uh, as a result, figured out my life mission, um, and it's bringing a new category, a new service to market. We are, I'm sort of in, in, in embargo at the moment because I will officially go live on October 
uh, ninth and 10th okay. <laughs> when we're doing a summit. <laughs> on it. Uh, but let's just say that if you think about what I'm doing, it's all about credibility. Mm. And if you look at the world of credibility, those that are credible and those that are dubious, um, the dubious percentage of the world is a thousand times winning over the credibility percentage. And my, if I think about what my mission is, it's in my lifetime is to tip that scale. Hmm. I think that's an admirable, admirable goal. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, um, it, it's a mission I will achieve. <laughs> fantastic. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here to watch it. <laughs> awesome. Well, how about not just watch, but, but uh, let's, let's, uh, let's have you be part. Let's have you, let's have you be part of the excitement level of bringing back the type of world that we really should be living in. Yeah, I think credibility is definitely something that uh, we need to exalt or, you know, lift up a little bit more in our current uh, society. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Tell me, how can our community jump in and support you in developing this mission? Hmm. Is this the how to reach out to me? Um. Can this we just join sort the of help summit? Support. Can we pre-order the book? Oh, all that fun stuff. Where yeah, can yeah. we? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, same, same question, but in a different way. And I just wanted to make sure I was answering it properly. For sure. The, like many of us in, in the internet space, I've got a couple hundred domains. Of course. I've got one that sort of ties it all together. So it's just my name, MitchellLevy360.com. Um, hmm. So it's M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-L-E-V-Y-360.com. When you get there, you can connect to me on social. The first thing you'll see is a video that talks about the LinkedIn course. Um, If you go to, there's a page here that says um, research uh, on the research I'm doing. If you sign up for the research, I'll send you a free PDF copy of the book when it's out. And what I'll say is the the membership site I'm creating, the things I'm doing, Mm. when you see, when you have an opportunity to be credible versus dubious, just take the high road. Um, (laughs) If you have stories to share, send me stories. Um, Mm. If you have places where you think there's more value, I I guess I'll have a much more concrete set of answers when the, the products and services we have to market. What I will say is, one of the things I'll be doing is is twenty percent of all profits are going to charity, hmm. and I'll leave you with this with it. I'll leave it with this down thought. Sorry. Well, I'll give you an upside. <laughs> the I interviewed a guy by the name of Jonathan Stone, and Jonathan CPOP is food insecurity, and hmm. in the United States there are children who have food insecurity. And what he's been able to do is get companies to donate shipping containers, solar Mm. panels, and food. And for every shipping container he sets up, he feeds, he has 2 million meals a year. So he's initially the the charity we're, we're focused on. And what I could say is there are humans in the world like Jonathan Stone who are putting everything in to help his mm. fellow human. And, and I think it's beautiful. And, and that's, that's what we, as a society, that's what we need to do. So it, it was an upside. So yeah, I was going to say we, that's, that's very uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent. Well, Mitchell, thank you so much for joining me. It was a pleasure to meet you. And I am here for the enthusiasm and going to wholeheartedly support the uh, Credibility Nation. I'm so excited. Thank you, Liz. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.